disruption zone. Opportunity lives where the status quo dies. Talking to the greatest innovators, disruptors, and off-the-wall inventors we can scrounge up. You laugh, you'll learn, you'll be inspired. Now, here are your hosts, Leland Conway and Cameron Mills. So this is a fun one and a short one. Uh, tonight on the ID channel, um, there is a special that is running, which is a fascinating sort of true crime story. Um, a guy named Lieutenant Joe Kenda, who was 23 years in the Colorado Police Department, Colorado Springs Police Department, uh, chasing killers. He was a homicide detective. Uh, he solved 356 out of 387 homicide cases, 92% solve rate. And tonight on the ID channel, and if you're listening to this after... Uh, it's August 17th, so a lot of you will listen to this afterwards. I know that there will be a way that you can stream it, I'm sure, on the ID channel, so you'll be able to go back and watch it uh, because it's going to be worth your time. It's called Homicide Hunter, Lieutenant Joe Kenda, Never Give Up. Um, in the first episode, which again airs tonight, and again, it's August 17th, so you can go back and watch the, the stream of it later. Uh, it's the story of a 20-year-old uh, dete- active-duty soldier in Colorado Springs, Colorado, named Darlene Crasha. She was found dead behind a restaurant in 1987. She was a victim of torture and sexual assault. Lieutenant Joe and his team recall a series of events that occurred throughout the investigation and the many leads that turned into dead ends. But before the case went cold, Kenda had the foresight to meticulously package and preserve every piece of fluid evidence that was found at the crime scene, which at the time in 1987 was a very costly endeavor. And uh, he noted, quote, it may never come to anything, but it could come to everything. Now, more than three decades later, with new DNA technology and a wild story and twist of events, what it came to was definitely putting a name to Darlene's killer. And you'll find out about that and much more on that special. But it's a fun conversation. And we talk about not only this case, but also other cases that are unsolved and what makes a killer. And what drives somebody to chase killers? It's a fascinating conversation and a great break from politics. So we'll get to that when we continue. First, though, my friends at Louisville Cabinets and Countertops, big thank you to them for supporting the uh, program. We couldn't do this without them. It's a labor of love, and they help make it possible. Um, LouisvilleCabinetsandCountertops.com. Um, super excited about these guys. Before we moved to Colorado, we, we uh, had them do our kitchen and our master bathroom in our home in Louisville. And uh, they did such a fantastic job. We enjoyed it for several years. And then I'm pretty sure that when our house sold, it sold in less than a day. I'm pretty sure it was the beauty of the kitchen that helped to sell it so fast. So if you're thinking about remodeling your kitchen, I highly recommend Louisville Cabinets and Countertops. I'm not just saying it because they support the show. I'm saying it because, um, you know, Tim, the owner, is a friend of mine. And I don't make friends with people who don't have good character. And I've been a customer of theirs long before we were friends and long before they sponsored the show. I was a customer of theirs. And so uh, I can stand behind uh, how awesome they are. Call them at 502-930-3304. Talk to their designers or if you already know what you want, they've got cabinets in stock of every style. 520 or excuse me, 502-930-3304 Louisville Cabinets and Countertops. And now our conversation with Lieutenant Joe Kenda, the homicide hunter. Lieutenant uh, Kenda, it's nice to talk to you. I appreciate you coming on. I was just kind of looking over, you know, your career, and it, it's amazing. As a Colorado Springs homicide detective, 23 years, you solved 92% of your cases. That's insane. 
you you must be like just absolutely a bulldog on this stuff. I mean, you must not let stuff go, huh? No, I don't let it go. It's uh, it's all about that. It's about never giving up. Yeah. Um, this show, Homicide Hunter, never give up. It premieres tonight on ID Channel. Um, and you're going to kind of walk people through, I think in this one, and this is a three-part series, but you're going to talk about a very specific case that happened in Colorado yes. back in 1987. Um, anybody that's been around Colorado Springs knows there's a lot of military folks here. In this case, it was an active duty soldier named Darlene Krashuk who was found behind a restaurant. Tell me a little bit about that case and, and give us a preview of what you're going to talk about tonight. Well, she was discovered at 525 in the morning on St. Patrick's Day, 1987, behind a business, uh, dumped in an alley, naked, tortured, raped, murdered, strangled, ugly, ugly crime scene by two patrol officers on routine patrol. And then I responded to that. We conducted an investigation that went on for years. One of the case filed over 2,000 pages in length with no result. We could not identify a suspect, even though we had seminal fluid sample from the body of the perpetrator. We That's all we had. There was a rumor in 1987 that there was a doctor in England who was working on a method of DNA analysis that potentially could lead to the unique identification of individuals if we had a body fluid sample from a potential suspect or the suspect. No one knew if it was going to work. It was new technology that might work. It showed promise, but there was really no way to know at that point whether or not it would ever come to the United States and be usable. We thought it could. So we inquired from laboratories, what would be the best way to preserve body fluid of a suspect so it could be examined decades into the future for identification. They all agreed that the method would be to freeze it in liquid nitrogen, hmm. which is not a simple procedure and it requires specialized equipment and enough attention to the equipment for 30 years for it to work. <clears throat> but we thought, let's do it <clears throat> because it might, <clears throat> excuse me, it might lead to nothing. <clears throat> it also might lead to everything. Right. <clears throat> Pardon me. That's a problem. So uh, <clears throat> the, uh, we did that. We froze the sample. Fast forward 32 years. They constantly searched different sites and different CODIS files and known sex offenders and all that and produced nothing. It got no result. Then they started doing the genealogy sites because they're public record. Mm -hmm. And they discover a third cousin. Wow. They then did genealogy research and built a family tree until we found an intersection. Wow. And I, I testified against that individual June of last year in Colorado Springs. And I walked by the defendant's table. He wouldn't look at me. And I thought when he killed that girl, he was 24. Sitting there in that courtroom, he's 58 years old. And as I passed by him, I thought to myself, I've been looking for you for a long time. <laughs> and here you are. Here you are. What um, other evidence pointed it to that individual? I mean, are you ever concerned that the DNA technology might be 
not 100% Loctite? Was there ever other evidence that you it's found? It's 100%. It is 100% Loctite. It is a scientific certainty. Hmm. And there were 22 examples of his DNA, mm-hmm. not only inside her body, but all over her clothes. Wow. And on the ligature he used to strangle her. Hmm. It's a done deal. Yeah. Do you know if maybe he had other victims as well? Not that we ever located. I believe that was the only event he ever did. Interesting. Wow. And lived for three decades as a free yes. man without getting caught. Unbelievable. You you were, and I, I can't wait for this special tonight on the ID channel, um, Homicide Hunter, Never Give Up. And you're going to give a lot more of the details of this fascinating story. Um, oh, yes. Um, but as somebody who's solved 356 out of 387 homicide cases, what makes a killer? I wish I knew. I would teach a class in, in the police academy, and I would ask these kids, new kids who've never been policemen, never been, never seen a dead person, some of them, never even been to a funeral. I would ask, what do you think a murderer looks like? And they would provide me with the Hollywood version of the, their criminal forehead and the beady eyes and the <laughs> tattoos and all of that sort of thing. Right. And I said, do you know what a murderer looks like? He looks like you and you and me. Mm. There is no type. It's human. Violence is part of all of us. One requires the proper motivation. Your, your sense of morality, your sense of right and wrong, your sense of who you are as a person controls you to avoid that behavior. But some people don't have those checks and balances. And some people are, shall we say, blessed with a certain moral flexibility. (laughs) Whatever is good with them is good. Right. And it results in violent activity. Humans are violent by nature. That's why wild animals run from us, because they know what we are. We're the most dangerous animal on this planet. Right. Well, because we have free will, like you said, and correct, and we've built this structure of what is right and wrong. And when you have the occasional human that is perfectly willing and able to step outside the bounds of that and, mm-hmm. you know, but I mean, you saw, let's say out of the 356 cases that you solved, what percentage of those would you guess was maybe a crime of passion that in the moment man walks in on his wife cheating on him? Um, you oh, know, of course. The there's, anger there's a fight. lot of those. Yeah. yeah. And which, what percentage there's are that? And what, what spontaneous. Perc- yeah. But, but I was going to try to separate which of what, what percentage were that kind and what percentage were cold blooded outside those boundaries murders. Do you think? Oh, the cold blooded outside the boundaries types are, are very small, 10 to 15%. The rest are all human condition things, mm-hmm. highly provoking act on the part of the victim, uh, emotion, a weapon of opportunity. It doesn't have to be a gun. People use anything. I've had murders made with a Louisville baseball bat. There is whatever is available is what's used. Yeah. In those instances, there is no true formation of intent. It is complete loss of control as a result of emotion. And afterwards, they're really very sorry. Yeah. But society won't accept your apology. Right. I had a guy beat his wife to death so badly you couldn't identify her as female because her head was about an inch high. Wow. 
The coroner thought he hit her 100 times at least with a blunt instrument in the head. Wow. He was soaked in her blood. When I got to the crime scene, he was handcuffed on the sofa, and her blood was dropping out of his hair. Wow. And he looked at me with total shock in his eyes. He said, did I hurt her? Oh, yeah, you did hurt her. Wow. Because he's having a psychotic episode. He's out of contact with reality. Yeah. He is so enraged. For whatever reason, he did that and then didn't realize he was doing it and couldn't believe that he was responsible for it. Wow. We're talking with Lieutenant Joe Kenda, homicide hunter, never give up on ID channel. What, What has driven you all these years? You've written a book called I Will Find You. You wrote another book called Killer Triggers, but your your determination, I can hear it in your voice. What has driven you all these years, Lieutenant Joe Kenda? You take an oath. You raise your right hand, and you promise to stand in the shoes of the victim to protect their interests because they can't stand in their own shoes anymore. It is an oath. I meant it when I took it, and I still do. Yeah. So even now that you are, quote-unquote, retired and working in media, in a sense, you're still... You testified just last year. It, it does that eight yes, does that eight percent you didn't solve, even though that's a tiny amount for across the board. Does that ever bother you? All the time, every mm. night, mm. every night. That's all I think about. What did I not do? What did I not see? What questions did I fail to ask? You beat yourself up over it. Wow, you do. Yeah. Before I let you go, is there one case that sticks out in your mind? You hope at some point you find the final answer to. They all do. There's no distinction. Hmm. They're all absolutely unique, and they all deserve to be resolved. You shouldn't be allowed to take a life. Yeah. No one gets to play God. Yeah. Well, listen, Lieutenant Joe Kenda, thanks for your service um, on the front lines of protecting law and order all these years. Uh, it's fascinating to talk to you. I can't wait to uh, read your books. I'll find you and Killer Triggers, and I'm looking forward to this special tonight on the ID channel. Thank you so much for your time today. Uh, thank you for having me. That was fascinating. Again, a little break from politics. Uh, we are going to talk to Cheryl Atkinson in an upcoming episode. We've got more Kentucky Republican gubernatorial candidates coming up. So make sure you keep it tuned in to the Disruption Zone. Big thanks to Louisville Cabinets and Countertops for their support of this program. I love these guys. Tim Montgomery, he's a hard-working dude, and he takes a lot of pride in the craftsmanship of his and his employees' work at Louisville Cabinets and Countertops. If you're looking to redesign your entire kitchen, they can take you from start to finish with a turnkey remodel with their on-staff designers. But if you're a do-it-yourselfer and you already know what you want and you know your measurements, they've got cabinets in stock of every style, super high quality, and they have not been affected by the uh, the supply chain crisis. So they can get these right out to you if you're ready and know exactly what you want. Amy writes in on Google, Angela's Vision, meaning one of their uh, staffers that uh, does the design. For our new kitchen was spot on. The team at LCC showed up when they said they would, and they were awesome. I highly recommend them. That's the experience that we had in our house in Oldham County before we sold it. And I'm confident the beauty of our kitchen helped it sell in less than a day. That's what you want when you're doing a kitchen remodel. You want it to be awesome for you to enjoy and to help you resell the house. 502-930-3304. 
502-930-3304, louisvillecabinetsandcountertops.com. Big thanks to Dynamics Audio Productions for their help with this radio pro- or this uh, audio program. And to my co-host and executive pro- uh, co-executive producer, Cameron Mills, who promises he'll be back on with us soon. And a big thanks to you most of all. Over 110,000 downloads and counting because you guys are awesome. So let's keep it up. Share it with your friends. It's an easy and free subscription on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and the iHeartRadio app. Just Google the Disruption Zone and it will come right up for you. Thanks again for listening. I'm Leland Conway, the Disruption Zone. (laughs) 